Good evening, everybody. Thanks for joining us at Liberty Station. Uh, I'm with uh, not just my co-pilot, but my co-pilot, co-pilot. So I got uh, Pastor Rick and I got Bryce here. And uh, the reason why the three of us are together is, well, first of all, Bryce and I always do this together as best we can. And then Rick and I today had this great privilege to go up to Atalanta, which is near Victorville. And uh, we actually flew in. It was freezing cold up there. I saw a dog stuck to a fire hydrant. Anyways, uh, no, it was, it, was, it was cold up there, but we went up. Who goes to Atalanta? Who goes to Victorville? Well, we went there for the People's Convoy. It is uh, this movement of truckers across the country that we're launching from Atalanta today. Uh, they, uh, the, the city allowed us there. The mayor was there. Uh, they invited these freedom-loving truckers to come on out. And from that point, they are launching across the country, uh, heading all the way to the capital. And um, Rick and I had a chance to go and be a part of it. We filmed some of it, and we wanted you to have a front row seat and to check it out. And then, uh, you know, you're going to also add too, Bryce, uh, some of the stuff that you've been seeing in the in the way the government's going to be responding to them, uh, similar to the way Canada responded to the truckers there. But Rick, when when we put this out to the congregation and. Actually, the organization of it happened with a fellow in our church. Uh, why don't you share about that and also yeah. the money that was raised and where we are with all this? Yeah, so uh, Ray, a uh, former commander in the Navy, 22-year veteran, uh, very trained by the U.S. military and logistics. He did logistics in the Mediterranean. That's right. In for the, the whole fleet. Yeah. And so he got involved on the leadership team to help them strategize to get across the country. Back it and, up a little bit. Ray wasn't like a church-going guy for the most no. part a year ago. And he That's came it. to the church because yeah. he loves freedom. He loves That's liberty. Right. He served this country. And he shows up. And now all of a sudden, organically, or organically, we didn't, uh, we didn't prod anyone. This was this from his heart. Is that fair? I mean, oh, I, yeah. you know no, the story better than I do. No, most certainly. And I just got off the, the phone with Ray. He pulled over on Highway 40 because he's two days ahead in this logistical thing. And uh, this, is, this is Ray. There was a guy out on the road waving a flag, and he thought that he was waiting for the convoy, but it's not even in the place the convoy is going to be. So Ray felt it his, his job as a uh, logistics guy to get him on the right road. But he pulled over. This guy's name's Mike. He's waving the flag and he said, all these cars are honking. They're celebrating. They're with, hey, shout out to you, Mike and Ray, who's on the cutting edge. But a year ago, Ray was looking for leadership and freedom. And it was the tyranny in the nation and, and his love for the nation that brought him to God speak, looking for answers. And it brought him to the Lord. And he was just sharing with me how he's praying and the Lord's blessing. Mm. Just, I mean, what a paradigm shift for Ray's life. Seriously. I mean, a man who loves freedom and loves liberty and then realizes the source is Jesus. Amen. That's so cool. It really is. And and then, uh, so Ray puts this together, and and the congregation on Sunday was told about it. Boom, and just one, one Sunday. One Sunday, and they were told about it. And what happened with the truckers up in Canada, and you can uh, you know, fill us in on this one, Bryce. I mean, they shut down their bank accounts. They went after them. Well, you remember, at first they, they did everything through GoFundMe, right? right? And then GoFundMe said, okay, we're going to take these, uh, you know, it was between 8 and $10 million worth of, of donations, mm -hmm. and we're going to abscond with it. And we'll give it to the, Black Lives Matter is um, okay while you yeah. burn cities, but <laughs> yeah. stop these peaceful truckers. Yeah. So go fund me, which we should never contribute. Never give them to ever. Never um, give to them. But they they were going to then take that money and give it to approved charities. Um, you know, from there. So yeah. so charities that they agree with. With which, the Ministry of Truth. Yeah, we now, call that stealing in other places, yeah. right? Yeah, normally that's what you'd call stealing. Yeah, yeah, but you know, in this new upside down world, who knows? Yeah, what's evil um, is good, and what's good is evil. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, anyway, the outcry though was, was intense enough across um, you know the globe, really, that they ended up refunding the money to them. Then no, they refunded it to the donors. They didn't give to, it to the donors. Yeah, they gave it back. Yes, they did not give it to to the truckers, but they, so they gave it they gave it back to the donors. Mm -hmm. Then the donors turned around and people started giving to uh, Give, Send, Go. Which is a Christian um, organization, a, yes. a husband and wife with seven kids. It's a great organization. It, it is. Yeah. And then they shut Give, Send, Go down um, you know, at the Canadian level and, and all of that and, and caused them problems. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like North Korea. It is. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. it makes the CCP proud. I mean, all yeah. the things that are going on, you know, right now. Just, I mean, 
Canada certainly. I think there are, there are a few steps ahead of us, but even here, you Canada know, participated with the United States allied forces to stop fascism and tyranny across the country, uh, excuse me, across the globe. And and their ancestors fought in World War II. Mm-hmm. And and now they have forgotten their history and they've allowed a fascist to come into office invoking an emergency act which they didn't even do when when Canadian forces were shot at the Capitol with insurgents. They never invoked this order, but now you have you have peaceful truckers who's who's who are guilty of honking a horn and setting up bounce houses, and they trample them with horses. Uh, it, it's it's just unbelievable. Yeah, well, the weak are in charge now, and specifically weak men, uh, yeah. I, I believe, is is really, you know, we, we talked about uh, earlier today um, that I believe we have a pandemic of weak men right now, mm-hmm. and that's what we're seeing. Um, but by the way, did you know that honk, honk uh, stands for Heil <laughs> Hitler? Hitler? Yeah, that, that's the uh, new acor- one. According yeah. to one of the, one of the leftist... Uh, Legislators uh, in the uh, parliament yeah. at, in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's code now. The only card they play is one that's not even remotely true. Yeah. And they just pull it over and over and over again. Yeah, it's a circus of the absurd. Yeah. They keep beating that drum of racism, which is ridiculous. So so then they tried to use Bitcoin and they tried to freeze the funds with that. Yeah, and with Bitcoin, well, what they tried to do is actually stop um, the companies that that manage the wallets. Um, but the response to that was, well, that's technologically uh, or technically impossible, um, you know, which is which is uh, you, you know some evidence that maybe Bitcoin and some of these decentralized currencies ha- currencies have, yeah, have some some validity. So, Rick, knowing this, what the truckers faced in Canada, mm-hmm. and seeing how they froze the funds and they tried to you know, starve them out, take away their fuel. They were collecting the, the fuel canisters. The police were taking off with them. You saw people walking with empty ones and full ones so they wouldn't know what it is. And they made it illegal to carry a fuel container in Ottawa. It's, it's just, they're just making arbitrary laws to somehow hold their fascist government together. And, and these unbelievably restrictive and unnecessary rules. Mm-hmm. And, so to, to stave that off, we have the organization of, of, of this convoy. Um, they're funding it uniquely. Uh, maybe, I don't, I don't know if they want to know their, their yeah, source. Yeah, you, you probably shouldn't we'll, announce we'll how they're down. flanking these things. Yeah, but, but they've, they've thought about all this. Yeah. And so uh, with the logistics that they gave us, mm-hmm. we put it before the congregation uh, just one Sunday. And uh, tell, tell everybody what, what happened. Well, the people at Godspeak got behind it, obviously, in a big way, and uh, we, we didn't ask for money. We just said, "This is where you. This is yeah. what you can do if you want." And we said, "If you want to put together gift cards yeah. or anything like that, we'll take them up there." And so we had a bag. Um, I mean, good thing we, we probably should have had security. There's yeah. a bag like thirty thirty thousand dollars in gift cards and things that the people gave, and then we met some moms that drove up some from Orangewood, and they had ten grand in there because they. They wanted to give it directly after seeing what happened yeah. with the funding, yeah. and yet um, we just talked to somebody that helped organize it, and they're doing this through a conservative bank so that this doesn't happen, but their donations right now are at $464,000 that people are giving to this effort, but people are, we got a clue, obviously, we're not morons, uh, we saw what happened up north, those same people are uh, running things yep. in the White House and the te- uh, techno uh, oligarchs. Yeah, are, well, the, are the tyrants are busy, yeah. so they'll they'll try to plug whatever you know hole they can. Yeah, and we, and, it's and like playing whack. I've stopped saying I'm surprised. Oh my gosh, can you believe that? I yeah. don't say that anymore <laughs> because yeah. we've seen that since the very beginning of this pandemic. Right. You know, whatever they can do, like the absurd law that you can't carry a gas can. I mean, they'll come up with something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and if you if you want to donate to this cause, you, you can do it. Yeah. Just that's, just hit it. You bet. It's yeah. uh, uh, the Go there. It's on their site. You can donate there, just like this little page uh, shows a clip of that website. But we want to look at also the you got, route. You got folks watching this pressing oh, that button on the oh, screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't it work? <laughs> but this is what it looked like today, you guys. Here's here's the crowd. I, I think there's probably a couple thousand people there. Yeah. It was a gr- good turnout, and it was cold. The wind, and I mean, for California cold. I'm from Idaho, but it's California cold. The anyway. flashers were handing out pictures of themselves. It was that, so cold. That's right. That's and uh, uh, Rob got to be able to <laughs> share with them for about five minutes and to pray for them. And it was such a blessing. There's five different speakers 
and for Rob to be able to part of, be a part of that it was really special to send the guys off. Yeah, and and Lee Dundas uh, kind of emceed it, and and the it was the uh, the push was they don't want a lot of speakers; they want to get on the road. Right, and these guys are humble, and yet all the truckers there, and and we were able to get four of them on the stage because they just don't, you know, they're just real humble and quiet. And the the four guys that came out, uh, and you're going to see at the end, they had a little surprise and a blessing for for the folks in attendance. They did. They, they have a servant's heart. And and for the send off of this program, you'll hear them sing. They start this convoy with singing "Amazing Grace," and it's yeah. really sweet. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. I think we'll play that at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah it's right. amazing. And and they 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 label them already racists and right. agitators, and they're going to yeah. try to make this a January sixth event. Which, you know, that's one of the reasons why the People's Convoy they're going to circle the Beltway. Um, and there's going to be other convoys coming in, but this one organized. Mm-hmm. It's civil. Mm-hmm. They left this stadium when we took off. I made a point to go look. There wasn't a piece of trash to be found in that area. Yeah. It was emphasized that this is civil and peaceful. It's loving. It's it's thoughtful and exercising the First Amendment to peacefully protest protest for a right of redress of grievances against the government. And the People's right. Convoy is doing it. That's yeah, right. they're they're pulling permits. I mean, yep. they've made it clear that that this is not a you know not a call to violence. Um, you know, not a call to to disrupt. This is a call to protest, which are all the important things. Now, the concerns I have, you know, I come from a security uh, you know mind. And uh, and I am concerned about you know infiltrators, infiltrators, infiltrators yeah. agitators watching what our government has done, where our government actually yeah. uh, you know has infiltrated and and done some of those things with our like Governor uh, Whitmer. It's, it was all FBI agents. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, in Governor Whitmer's case, I think the, uh, the there was something like ten uh, FBI agents to the two hapless folks they were pulling into yeah. the scheme. Um, mm-hmm. So you're looking at those sort of things, and they're they're not above, and we know this, and yeah. they've done this throughout our history, which I always find incredibly funny that people think you know the cia i wouldn't or, use the word funny okay that's right oh <laughs> that thank tragic you. no i do think it's tragic yeah that um, you're doing hyperbole this is hyperbole all right, all right. um but i think it's amazing that and i do think it's amazing <laughs> that that the uh that the um Throughout its history, some of our intelligence services, both our domestic and our foreign intelligence services, have done evil things that we know about, yep. that has been public, mm-hmm. that has been displayed, that it, they've never been held accountable for, mm-hmm. that they have seemingly moved on, that we've all agreed this is you know known history, and now somehow we think that they're totally reformed and they'll never do things like that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, we're, we're seeing them do some of those things again. Unbelievable. Now, they are coordinating uh, very thoroughly with all law enforcement and the yep. entire route. They're, uh, and that's one of the things that Ray is ahead in this logistical thing. He's a veteran who loves his country. That's right. He has no desire to, yeah. you know, they're going to label insurrection. Yeah. They're going to do everything they can to try to paint this to for what it isn't. And, and the media narrative, that's why, you, you, you know, uh, programs like this are critical. Because you're not going to hear the truth uh, from from you know the media narrative that is going to paint them to be something that they aren't. We were there, firsthand account. We mm-hmm. saw this. I, I don't care what the media is going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone we spoke to has a peaceful, loving heart. Their desire is for the mandates to end and this invoking of of an emergency act and all of over. this. It's just, yeah. I mean, and, and Rick, you and I flew into Victorville. Mm-hmm. I, I I have the clip. I might be able to send it and have mm-hmm. Micah put it up. But we're coming into the Victorville Airport, and it was as far as the eye could see. Hundreds of airplanes, thousands, unbelievable of jets that have been mothballed because our airline industry has been From every shackled country. every country. The Vietnam era. I've, Viet- never, even Viet- seen, yeah. I've never even seen that Vietnam airplane. air, Vietnamese <laughs> air, Vietnam air, and yeah. the, and, and you, you, you had. You had Southwest had its own row of planes as FedEx, far as the eye could see. FedEx yeah. was just, and these are brand new planes that these airline industries are are paying the the monthly payment on, yeah. and they're generating no income, yeah. and they have to pay to have a mothball because they have to go out and grease the wheels and make sure all the engines and that it, it it's involved. So they're they're in, they're incurring unbelievable costs mm-hmm. to 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 have this fleet parked and not used. And it's bringing our, our industry to its knees over something that has a 99.7% survival rate. 
and they're they're injecting our children they're they're shuttering our schools they're mandating masks every you know double blind study on all of this has proven that it's a waste of time lockdowns are a waste of time yeah and and yet Flying in, seeing those airplanes made me sick to my stomach. Yeah. I, I was just, I, I was angry. I was it was such a tangible uh, picture, picture yeah. of what they've done through these lockdowns. Now, thinking about people that are are trash talking you know, already, Bryce, take us. You you did some responding to some social media, and and what's going on? Uh, because, this is good. Hey, be, I want to set this up. You get the uh, the screenshot of the route they're taking. I want to see that if we can bring that up. This is the route they're taking, okay? And uh, they're going to be stopping in Kingman, Arizona tonight. And then you can see 10 stops along the way on the way to Washington, D.C. So Arizona is already responding, Bryce, on social media. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, every morning I, I suffer brain damage for the team. And I go through <laughs> Twitter and I look at, see what's bubbling up. And mm -hmm. I, you know, check some of the social media things to see what people are talking about and buzzing about. And, of course, this is a big subject already. And yesterday... Um, Ruben Gallego, who is uh, from Arizona's uh, 7th District, uh, he's a member of Congress, um, Iraq war veteran and Marine, by the way, which he should uh, be in disgrace, um, he uh, sent uh, a tweet out that said, perfect time to impound and give the trucks to small trucking companies looking to expand their business. Yeah, wealth First, redistribution. First, these are small trucking companies. Yeah. Okay. They just don't agree with him. So he's so he's talking about impounding, which of course is you know against our constitution. Theft. Yeah. Um, it is theft. It is uh, stealing from them. So um, people pile on those sort of things, and the whole tenor of all of these folks is is basically yeah, you know, get rid of them. You know, teach. R remind remind our viewers who's this guy again, so, and what district is he in? So he, he needs, is he needs to be removed from office. Arizona Seventh Congressional District. All right, Arizonans Seventh Congressional District in Arizona. This guy's got to be removed from office. Consent of the governed. Anyone who feels as though a trucker who is peacefully protesting, spending their own money with contributions from others to drive across the country while they're not being able to transport anything, it's so important to them to declare freedom and to speak to the powers that be. And this knucklehead wants to come out and tell them to take their property. That guy needs to be removed from office. Arizonans, remove him from office and do it peacefully by voting him out. Everybody, vote that guy out. Give him Amen. The, give him the name again, Bryce, just so they don't miss yeah, it. Yeah, Ruben Gallego. Ruben go. Gallego. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, well, the funny thing is, so everybody piles on with these comments like, yeah, and trucking is a good paying job. You know, you, you, you know, we should take their jobs kind of an idea. Um, and, and so I replied, good luck. The left stopped believing in the value of working, and it actually takes skills to drive a truck. We already have a shortage of truckers, so it won't be easy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you're out there taking one for the team and speaking up, Bryce. Now, I've been hearing, and maybe you guys can speak to this, I've been hearing that you got to stock up on some supplies, because when these truckers start unifying and going across the country, you get a 1,000 trucks that aren't delivering goods. Um, you're not going to get your your orders. And, yeah, and, and and if you if you want to support them, you got to make sure you get it in advance. From, which we're running out from of time. the very beginning of this, like right after the 15 days to slow the spread, when we realized that they were going to keep extending these things, I started commenting, and you know, uh, uh, my partner Chris and I, we started talking about the idea of okay, you know, this is a fragile, you know, the economy is very yeah. fragile. Yeah. You're, you're starting to pluck the little threads of this thing and the repercussions like, a, you know, the wings of a butterfly or whatever, you're yeah. going to be felt, you know, down the road. Um, people believe that it magically, uh, you know, goods appear around the country by magic. They don't realize that they there is this they infrastructure. They don't just show up. You know, we don't have the Amazon uh, well, pilotless the, drones the yet. The efficiency, I mean, it's like a day. They come... Uh, just it doesn't take much like you said it's so fragile the infrastructure to the supply chain the snowball effect of some of these things and we're already starting to see it you know if you go into um grocery stores and i take some photos of these things and i should start uh, you know sharing them from time to time but you will see empty shelves and empty mm -hmm. deli counters and you know all of these sort of things are happening on a daily basis now mm -hmm. we're becoming i think a little bit accustomed to it mm -hmm. but it, until it starts to get really bad because we're just touching the edges of these things. That's right. Now, on that uh, 
uh, route, I want to share with you who's going to be joining this uh, the People's Convoy. I, I'm not so, being rude. I'm trying to get the video of those. He, he's working on something. He, he's I, trying to. He's he's trying to do something beautiful for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bryce and I'll carry the load here. That's why there's three of us because it takes three people to turn this light bulb. <laughs> so, hey, uh, but the People's uh, Convoy. Those who are going to be joining the route. Give me the route back now, Micah. And um, there's a group, a contingent, a large group uh, that is coming up from Texas. So they're going to be joining them in eastern Oklahoma. And then there's uh, six or seven of the southeastern states down Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, down in there that are going to be joining them and actually a little ahead of them to get to Washington, D.C. Now, you guys are going to hear, and this is important to know, and they'll all get lumped together, but there's the People's Convoy, then there's the Freedom Convoy 2022, and it's taking a northern route. These two, though communicating with each other, are separate. And their vision is a little separate in timing. The, uh, the Freedom Convoy that is taking the northern route plans on arriving and rolling into Washington, D.C. in a peaceful protest on the day of the State of the Union address right. by President Biden. The People's Convoy that we just prayed for that uh, is launching here on this southern route, they plan on... Uh, coming into D.C. in a 10-day trip on March 4th. Right. And when they come into town, they're not going to go into the heart of no. the Capitol. They're going to be circling, circling the, the beltway. beltway. And that's going to, the protest of that, it will slow down and clog traffic as they circle the beltway. Yeah. And so there's two different visions. But they gave them a warning, but, you know, go on, go on a vacation for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, and they're coordinating with law enforcement. And, so it's uh, not like, and they've pulled permits, yep. you know, all of that sort of stuff they're doing. Now, in response, uh, the, the D.C. police, um, you know, have already put up fences yeah. a, around. Um, there's calls for the National Guard to come yep. in. Um, Just and like I they did that, on January 6th. I believe that was confirmed yesterday, mm -hmm. um, that, that the National Guard is being spun up for this, um, which again, you know, makes me concerned that they're going to try to yeah. use this as another one of those, um, you know, insurrection. It's an insurrection by truckers, right? Um, and and that, uh, you know, never but, let a know, crisis. BLM go can burn the Capitol, you know, d d torch and destroy the limousines on inauguration evening. They can do all that, and they can paint on the streets and everything else. But you come in and you march. And it's an insurrection. You're domestic yep. terrorists. Yeah. And yeah. It's, yeah. It's unbelievable. And if you disagree. The narrative. All right. We got the video. This is taken off from the plane. Uh, and I just, to the best of my ability, I tried to film it. I hope folks don't get sick because it's going down the runway. <laughs> but take a look at these planes. Now, it's this on both sides of the runway. I could only get one side. And take a look at it. Uh, this, these are the planes that are mothballed as a result yeah. of this government's actions and what they've done for a virus that has a 99.7% survival rate. They have, they have absolutely knocked industry at the knees and, and have caused these airplanes. Every one of these airplanes that you're about to see are being paid for by the airlines and they, they've got a monthly payment on it. It's generating no income, no revenue, to the contrary, they have to pay to have a mothballed. And we saw these crews. I mean, it was a busy place. They're going everywhere to keep these planes oiled, and they've got to make sure that they have air passing through them so they don't mold and mildew because they want to put them back into action. Mm -hmm. So take a look at this video and see what uh, this government has done. You can just see you're going down. All of these planes are brand new, and you're talking these superliners, you know, the, the mega planes. And, and it, they're just everywhere, as far as the eye can see. And behind that, it goes all the way back. And then uh, coming past this one, I'll show you just, just Southwest Airlines alone. Um, the planes go so far back. There's Qantas. And then we, we come up here. And then it seems like, oh, well, that's all the planes are. Nope. It picks up here. And you can see all... <laughs> of the Southwest Airlines just lined up. And, and these are just endless. And it's the same on the other side of the runway. That Look at the FedEx. These are all planes that are not in operation because they've shuttered our businesses, they've closed our school, the elderly have died alone, the abused have been quarantined with their abusers over a virus that has a 99.7% survival rate. That's what they're doing to our country, and now they want to come after the people's convoy, wow. and they want to treat them the way they treated them in Canada. 
folks, we can't we can't allow this. It's just it's criminal what they're doing. I'm, I'm glad you caught that because that that you know even you describing it that 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 was hard to even picture or understand the scope of. That. It's nauseating to see that. Yeah, because that that represents you know uh, goods not sold. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that represents people's you know livelihoods. I mean, if if things are not moving around this country, um, that that's devastating to all of us. So one of our previous hosts on the show, and I don't want him to get in trouble. He's a pilot for a major airline. A lot of you'll know who I'm talking about. Some of you won't. Uh, he just qualified for wide body captain on a major airline. So they fly to Australia, uh, New Zealand, Korea. You know, they fly all over Asia, Europe, and these wide-body airlines. And and this is the top 3% of all pilots make it to that with the last five years of their career. He made it with 10 years to go. And he survived, you know, not having to get the shot, contended with the airline, you know, don't ask, don't tell. They, they let him fly. He's now stating that every one of those routes... Australia, New Zealand, Korea, all of them have been shut down because there's nobody flying. Nobody flying. Yeah. And, and the only wide body now is going to Miami. That's it. This is what they've done to one of the major, if not the largest airline in America. And, and this is the result of these unprecedented actions for something that does not merit what they're doing to us. This, the last variant of COVID will be totalitarianism. And, and this is what they're doing. And these, these truckers are saying, no, you're not doing it anymore. We've traveled this country. We see what these people are dealing with. We know this isn't necessary. And the other one too, Jorge Ventura, a citizen reporter. He, he, he went and did a documentary. And, I, and when it comes, we're gonna feature it at the church called Hero to Zero. And these are our police, fire, nurses, doctors, who were all heroes at the onset of this pandemic, who all probably, more than likely, by their own admission, contracted COVID, treating COVID patients, and got the antibodies. And, and they were heroes. And we lauded them and praised them and thanked them. They're putting their lives on the line. And we heard it every night. And now we're into this, and they're demanding this this shot be taken that is not efficacious. You lost less than 100 people with a swine flu vaccine, and they shut it down. We now have VAERS data that's anywhere from 10,000 to 24,000, depending on the way you look at it. But it's, it's, it's even, no matter how you look at it, it's, it's, it's underreported by easily 90%. So let's just take the low number. 10,000 deaths recorded with this shot, and this thing's still being injected. The children, 17 and under, have a 0.002% chance of dying from this, and they have to have severe comorbidities such as lymphoma and leukemia, blah, blah, blah. And, and more kids have died from this shot than have died from COVID. And, and they're standing in defense of the American people because you have big pharma injecting our entire society, holding us hostage while they administer this nightmare that I mean, you're you're watching soccer players, and they're now having to gaslight us by telling us, oh, you know, you know, heart issues are on the rise because of the change in the weather. Give me a break. We're not we're not stupid. We know exactly what's happening. I saw one the other day that you know, if you get go into a you know spa or get out of a spa suddenly, yeah. you know, like they're 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 gaslighting us, you know, by by telling us all of these things, you know, that healthy young men having heart problems, uh, strokes for kids aren't as uncommon as you think, <laughs> you know. I mean, well, <laughs> after the shot, yeah, but and, and you're watching the Indiana Insurance Company, hundred billion dollars, you know, in, in in business, and they're saying a forty percent increase in death, which is that's a that's a meta event is ten percent. That's two hundred years that you see something like that, and they're talking forty percent. And in addition, as as you're seeing embalmers talking about in the last thirty days, ninety three percent of all of the people they're trying to embalm they can't because of the clots in their system, and every one of them has been vaccinated something's wrong and you're mandating something that has absolute issue why are we still playing this stupid game and and these truckers god bless them they're they're stopping and saying you know the insanity's over we're not doing this anymore and americans should support this they're doing what yeah. we can't they're they're taking it to washington and i i just i can't thank them enough so what do you think uh, trudeau tried to say this is a fringe element of Canada when these truckers stood up and and they may try that here but 
I am convinced that there is more of us than them, but people just are unwilling to stand up. Well, well the, what do you think the reluctance is? The reason Rob? why our founders gave us the freedom of the press is the press is supposed to report the truth. Mm -hmm. The pulpits are to proclaim it, and the people are to live it. Mm -hmm. If those break down, then the people have the right of redress of grievances by peacefully protesting. And, and I think the reason why is because the press is complicit. You know, when, when you're seeing every single major news network, their number one revenue ad source is Big Pharma. Big Pharma. And, and you're watching, brought to you by Pfizer, brought to you by Pfizer, because Pfizer Pharma has a way of messing up my DNA. That's a problem. <laughs> I just made that. Yeah. And, and, and so big, big Pharma is funding the narrative, yeah. and, and these tyrants who, who want to use every means possible to, to centralize power mm -hmm. and take away the individual's ability to be free. And, and the populace is rising up. We are creating new avenues for news. That's why these events become popular, because people know, I have eyewitness, I have video of exactly what happened. There's, that's peaceful. What are you talking about? You guys got like, you know, Jorge Ventura and, and, and all of these citizen journalists and alternative news sites because you know you can't trust anymore. And now, even when you take YouTube and censor, and the reason is we've covered countless times on the program, the truth isn't afraid of a lie, but a lie can't survive in the presence of truth. That's why there's censorship. When you start seeing censorship, whatever organization is using that censorship, stop using them. Stop using them. And now, YouTube, for the first time, they were surpassed uh, with viewers by, by Rumble. That's enormous. Rumble Giant used to enormous. be this, who is that and why would I want to join Rumble? And all of a sudden, overnight, this thing explodes because the people are tired of, of this, you know, rhetoric that we're being fed. And, and we're not buying it anymore. Yep. We got some pictures of the Capitol. Take a look at this. This is what you were speaking to. Bryce, when you were talking about how they're they're invoking the National Guard and they're shutting down the Capitol, they're building fences around it. Uh, there was also a headline. What was the one that we had with uh, the headline that was out? Did you have that one, Micah? Capitol fence going up ahead of Biden's State of the Union as truckers plan D.C. protest. And let's go back to that. Uh, the United States Capitol Police and the United States Secret Service have been closely working together to plan for the upcoming State of the Union. United States Capitol Police said in a press release, and we, boy, we trust these guys. And there's the lockdown. Uh, you know, preparing for an insurrection. It's it's almost it's almost like Hunger Games, and you have the Praetorian Guard coming out, and it it, it you know it's just crazy. it's only to enforce their narrative. Their because narrative, there, yeah. because there has been um, really uh, almost zero from the right, almost zero violence. Um, you know, January sixth with a couple hundred people being the rare exception. And and um, most of them that were instigators are on the list of not being prosecuted. 100%. The, yeah. There's a tremendous amount of evidence Where's Ray there. Epps, everybody? Where'd he go? There's a tremendous amount of that kind of evidence that there were, you know, instigators. And it was used as a, you know, false flag event um, in order to control their narrative. Just them putting up the fence uh, it helps to reinforce their narrative. And, and then they're going to take the National Guardsmen and put them in the basement to sleep on the concrete. Yeah. And, and it was, you know, Madison Cawthorn went down and gave him some pizza and started taking care of them and you know being concerned for their welfare while the uh, others just wanted to use them for a narrative and they don't give a, a care in the world about our armed forces so yeah this is tragic let's back up for a second on the big pharma because it's not only rob i think something that you touched on that people may not be aware of the sponsorship uh, commercially of all of the news networks are in their pocket yep but also, uh, the Uniparty on both sides, the Democrats and Republicans, are in their pocket. So much so that even the medicine journals, like when The Lancet came out against hydroxychloroquine, and uh, The Lancet and the New England Journal are in Big Pharma's yeah. pocket. So if, if people don't, because the, the mainstream media is not going to report and hurt their advertising. Yeah. Which yesterday I had to take Starbucks off our list because yep. you know we insulted Starbucks yesterday, and now yeah, Pfizer. I have to take now. Pfizer, I have to take Pfizer off our list. It's a bummer. You, you guys, know, you guys, how are we going to sponsor this? Show? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like um, we always have, not yeah. at all. <laughs> we trust yeah. the Lord. Yeah. We trust and, the Lord. And you know what? He's never let us down. No, he doesn't but, let us but down. But the, the battle here is, uh, you know, again, um, and, and and I think we need to really work on the the. 
real narrative ourselves that this is the battle between the central authorities, the people mm-hmm. that want to, you know, control everything and control our lives and make mm-hmm. all the decisions for us, and and those of us that want to have the liberty to be decentralized. That's right. This program brought to you by Tijuana Tech <laughs> <laughs> for the hearing impaired. <laughs> uh, don't knock them. Don't yeah. knock them. We'll take anybody. Yeah. Well. Um, I, I, we had some clips I wanted to show them. Okay, uh, so great. They, so let's they can see firsthand what we, we saw today. Let's do it. So, uh, Michael, let's, let's pull up some of them. I don't know which one we'll do first, but uh, we, we, we took some footage of the day. We, and at the end, we'll, we'll show the Amazing Grace one. Mm-hmm. But um, I had the chance to be with them all and uh, said a few words and prayed yeah, with them. It was great. Um, what else did we film? Oh, you, you filmed that, and then... Uh, yeah, let's let's take a look at it. Show whatever you got, and if you're ready, Micah, or should we still tap dance? Because, yeah, okay, tap dance. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, one of the reasons why we're not going to get sponsors is because we just haven't dialed it in completely. <laughs> Who will touch us with a ten foot pole? Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> because I, and I don't know that we're really looking for sponsors. Right. Maybe in time we will, yeah. but you know. Well, I think it, when when people will realize the truth and stand up, uh, like the citizen journalists, yeah. these are so dis- decentralized. Like, we were talking about um, Jorge Ventura, who's doing a great job, a young man that is fearless. And if he had him and seven other... Yeah. Uh, uh, Train him to go across the country. Seven other guys. There was eight really pretty pertinent uh, guys with iPhones, basically, yeah. in Kenosha. Kyle Rittenhouse He'd would be, be ser- he would be serving life, yeah. if not the death penalty. And, and, and Jorge Ventura was less than a block away. He was hearing and the he gunshots. he worked with the two guys that witnessed That's it. That's right, yeah. You know, folks... It, and we've never asked for any support in this program, but I would just say when you do send stuff and we're grateful for it, we've never asked, but you mm-hmm. guys do. And I just mm-hmm. want to say thank you. When you do, we help support guys like Jorge. Yeah, that's right. We, we, do. we, we support the truckers. I mean, it's not like we're ingratiating yeah. ourselves and getting rich off of this. That's not the issue. We never yeah. asked for money. People say it's all about money for us. I don't pass an offering bag on Sunday. I never mm-hmm. asked for a dime. And yet folks are generous. And we're a conduit, not a reservoir. If it comes in, it goes out. I mean, we, we help with the lawsuits, with uh, the attorney fees and all of that for uh, Mike McClure in San Jose up at mm-hmm. the, the church where they're facing over $3 million in fines by Santa Clara mm-hmm. County, which is just absurd. Mm-hmm. And they're doubling down. I can't believe the insanity of these people. Uh, we've been helping Bob Tyler with you know attorney stuff. We've been helping everybody. We've been helping the firefighters. We've been helping the convoy. I, I, listen, I had a conversation with a, a friend of mine who uh, goes to a, let's say, a, a church that d- didn't open up and didn't stand strong and all that stuff. And 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 one of the criticisms was, and I leapt to your defense about money. And I said, okay, I've been hanging around with Rob for a long time now. I go, this guy is the least about money I have ever seen, and the most generous guy I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Because when there have been times where I'm like, they don't need anything, you know, Rob is like, no, we're going to take care of them, mm-hmm. you know. And and you always err on that side. And I don't think yeah. people understand, um, you know, how generous you are. And how non-money motivated you are, um, your heart really is to bless people, bless this cause, and, and like I always say, try to save the republic. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Rob is the most generous person I've ever been around. He, whether it's uh, a couple of these journalists, I'm with this, fellas. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> he doesn't like to take compliments. No, he, he doesn't like. He wants to deflect it. But we're just going to let you know because it, it uh, really uh, quells the the narrative that can come at us sometime and that we are helping these people. And, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's funny. Uh, I gave, I gave Rob a Christmas gift and he found somebody to give it to in about 30 minutes. <laughs> and so he's like, Hey man, I just, you know, I know. And I'm like, well, that's what you gave it to. Me. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's the blessing. But as the Lord, the Lord's taking care of us. He is. He's yeah. taking care of us. And if you has. go over to Rob's house, you're going to leave with something every time. I'm like, no, no, I don't need it. No, thanks. I'm good. <laughs> don't tell him you like his watch or his jacket. Cause he'll just... <laughs> all right, all right. I'm done with it. But I, bottom line is, especially with you, both of you, um, you know, God, God surrounds you with generous people. And, mm-hmm. and the reality is it's not about money. It's never been about money. Mm-hmm. I, I could give a flying flip about money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the joy for us is we're in it. And we're all in. And you mm-hmm. know what? Take everything we have. I don't care. Yeah. We've already given it all away. Take take whatever we have, but give me liberty. I'm good. Yep. And don't give me liberty. Take all I have. I'm still going to fight for liberty because yep. that's the most precious thing to me. Amen. And my wife and I already counted that cost. I mean, when 
when when Bob Tyler called us the day we were going to violate the restraining order, and he gave down that whole list uh, on the legal pad of everything we we're going to lose. You lose your house, you lose your church. You mm-hmm. wrote it all down. You know, your chest is tight, and you're thinking. I called Michelle and I told her this is it, and she goes, "You know what? Let's do this, babe." I'm like, "I'm in," yeah. and the kids were in, and you, the staff was in, and and the mm-hmm. elders were in, and 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 the reality is, the fear goes away when you've already looked at everything you're going to lose, and you go, "All right." Mm-hmm. Take it. I'm doing this. Now, what are they going to threaten you with? So Madison Cawthorn recounted to me the other day when we went to dinner about a dinner that he had with Charlie Kirk and uh, James O'Keefe. And I can say this because it wasn't private, um, but they <clears throat> were discussing at the dinner the moment that they reached that. And it was when they were under the maximum amount of fire where they're being called Nazis, they're being yeah. called all of the most terrible things being thrown in jail in the case of James O'Keefe. And they recounted those personal experiences of when they finally yeah. just gave it all up and said, okay, they can do whatever um, they can, you know, they're going to do to me. I don't care anymore. I'm just going to do the right yeah. thing. And in, and in Madison's case, it was crying out before God. He took a, uh, a, a sea dew out, you know, he said, I'm going to drive. Uh, until half a tank of gas. (laughs) He said, I'm going to go until I have a half a tank of gas, and I'm going to stop, and then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to come back with the remaining half a tank. And and as a a paraplegic, it's not like he's going to be able to swim in. No, no, exactly. (laughs) But, but, you know, and I remembered the news reports at the time, and, you know, we were were talking about this, but he had been accused because he went on the Band of Brothers historical tour, which celebrated, you know, the defeat of the Nazis and, you know, 101st Airborne and Yeah. And their whole process, and and part of that tour takes you up to to uh, Eagles yeah, Nest. Yeah, Eagles Nest, right? And and so the word was, oh, here's this white supremacist because he loves Hitler going to Eagles Nest when it was the Band of Brothers tour celebrating uh, Hitler's defeat. Yeah, you know, and he said that was that was one of those darkest moments in his life. So finally, getting to the point where, okay, Lord, it's all of it's all yours, and I could lose everything. I, I'm here in your service, and I'm gonna you know do whatever it takes. Yeah. I, I think that's such an important uh, place to get, and everybody has to arrive there on their own. And I think that's why people don't stand up. They're afraid they're, they're going to lose the family, the friends, the job, the whatever. And it is the place when you realize that liberty is the most valuable thing you possess that is uh, yeah. uh, worth losing at all. And our, and our founding fathers understood that because they had experienced tyranny. They, they pledged their sacred honor to that's it, right. if you remember. They knew. We, you experienced it. We were up there, and people just come out of nowhere and say thank you. We watched this and we saw you and you've inspired us and and can I get a picture with you? And I'm uncomfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And and as I stepped up to speak to everybody, I, I was mindful of Major uh, Dick Winters, uh, who, 101st Airborne, um, and Band of Brothers. Yep. And this guy was an amazing man. He's, he's since passed. But his grandson asked him, he said, Grandpa, are, are you a hero? And he said, no, but I served with him. I served in a company of yeah, heroes. I served in a company of heroes. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think about these truckers. You know, you want to talk about losing everything. Mm-hmm. Their, their office is what they're sitting in. Mm-hmm. Their, their business is what they're sitting in. And they're going to try to impound that. And you've got knuckleheads like this congressman threatening to take their property because they're standing in defense of Americans. And most Americans are scared to death. They're quietly supporting them. They're quietly happy about that. And yet unwilling to stand and, 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 and be seen publicly in defense mm-hmm. of them. Um, and, and to face the ridicule. You know, you sit on both sides of the fence because you want to be loved by the world and you still want liberty, but you just don't want to have to suffer or give anything up for it. And there you are in the middle. And so when you're in the presence of these folks, you're like, oh, we love liberty. We love it. And then you're in the presence of these folks. I can't believe these truckers and what they're doing. And, you know, measure your life. Mm-hmm. You're either in or you're out. Liberty is going to cost you something. And, and, and this is this is a seminal moment in the history of the nation, where this republic that we've enjoyed for 245 years is about ready to be lost, mm-hmm. unless every American carries their corner of the stretcher, right. and and gives up something. Mm-hmm. And you think if you can remain silent, it's, you're not going to be affected. They're going to just eat you last. Yep. But you're giving up your freedom for the sake of security, and you're going to end up with neither. And you're going to give to your children nothing, 
when men and women who have come before you have secured this for you, gave you an unprecedented document that's sacred in my estimation, not just the Declaration of Independence, but the U.S. Constitution with those seven amendments that say government is not allowed to go outside the realm of this. And those 10 tortured words of the First Amendment, government shall make, or Congress shall make no law restricting the free exercise of religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just you, you look at that and, and, and nor prohibiting the, the free exercise thereof. Mm-hmm. You just... Well, these, these truckers are truly brave because yeah. what they have already seen, and yeah. you know, Western in countries Canada, take what they've seen. cues from other Western countries, and you know there have been conversations between our administration and uh, theirs. First of all, respecting the free exercise, sorry. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're taking their cues, right? And you know that there's communications that go on between our administration and, and the you know, Canadian government. And uh, so these uh, folks are embarking on this convoy with a genuine threat that they might be jailed um, and they might have bank accounts seized and things like that. Uh, because if the, if the current administration and the left can get away with it, they will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, and there has been no pushback from this administration to Trudeau and what's going on. Well, again. 65% of Democrats, it's already been reported in the last couple of days, yeah, support what happened to the truckers in Canada. Yeah. And that's our, our Democrats. Unbelievable. They've not lost it, it, total it used, sight. It used to be the party of the liberal mind where you, you defended the, the blue-collar worker. Mm-hmm. And now you're calling them insurrectionists. You're calling them... Well, it was the party of the little guy. I mean, yeah, that it was, was the, the idea. The and, and I and I want to try. That's the party keep, of the fascist. I want to keep trying to reach out to those traditional Democrats mm-hmm. because many of them are the the folks that that worked in the muscular class yeah. that believed that the conservative or the Republican Party. And I and I mm-hmm. do not like either party, mm-hmm. um, but the Republicans were the for the big business people yeah. and all that stuff. And and that in a very short period of time has completely flipped. Well, I would say I would say they morphed. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the uniparty. Party, as Unipart. some of the folks are, are calling it. And, and now, now what it is, it's the elites versus the masses. Yep. That's and, it. And, and now we're at a place where th- these inalienable rights given by God are either going to be defended by the people and, and contending with an oligarchy that has stolen and violated the constraints that they were placed under, yeah. uh, or we're just going to roll over and let them rule our lives and dominate our children. And, I, and I'll tell you what. I'm a steward of my kids' lives. I have to give an accounting to God for them. And I'm not going to look them in the eye and say, you know what? You weren't worth fighting for. Mm -hmm. My dad did for me, but I don't want to give it to you because, you know, I just don't want to be bothered with the difficulty of, you know, just take the shot. Look, I know a lot of kids are dying and and everyone, the kids live and it doesn't really affect you, but just do it so you can go to school because I really don't want to have to homeschool. Come on, folks. This is this is our time. It, as I've said, oftentimes Churchill said, "The man was cursed to have been born in uninteresting times." That's not true for you and me. That's right. We we have the privilege to be alive for one of the most critical moments in the Republic's history. I joke that part. it's all my fault because when I, I joke that it's all my fault mm-hmm. when I uh, and all kidding aside, not that this is Armageddon, yeah. but but my mom uh, would remind me from time to time that I prayed because I wanted to fight in the last battles. <laughs> <laughs> so I was teasing my wife the other day. Yeah, it's all my fault. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> well, we are in a fight. And, and uh, I don't. I don't believe it's the last battle. No, I don't. I don't. I either. struggle. I struggle with the um, eschatology, where you look at the geopolitical horizon only for the soon return of Christ. We're all expecting the soon return yeah. of Christ, but to to use your eschatology as justification of apathy because you can't stop a, a, a juggernaut. How do you know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm know glad you is, said that because yeah, yeah. I, I believe that people in Germany at the time of the rise of the Nazis, as they believed, being, they, they were believing. In, you have in, writers, you, you have yeah. Christian writers with Genghis Khan thinking that he was the Antichrist. One hundred percent, and so and so we we never we never know, and we, and we're to I believe be doing doing the work of the Lord no matter what. We're to occupy and not, until he comes, yeah. not sitting on a on a hill hoping. That's you know, right. and I would add Jeremiah eighteen. If, mm-hmm. if God intends evil for a nation and they repent, he'll relent from the evil he intended. If he yes. intends good and they do I evil, agree. he'll relent from the good he intended yeah. to do. 
he is giving mankind an opportunity to usher in his kingdom in this mm-hmm. capacity. It, it, and that's not saying that I hold the eschatology of the founders. I'm mm-hmm. simply saying every eschatology comes with an asset and a liability, but never should your eschatology justify your apathy or inactivity Amen. to step into the public arena because good government happens with good people. And politics is the highest form of community because it provides morality with sociability. And, and if God didn't intend Christians to be involved in politics, he would have never have invented marriage. That's political. Mm-hmm. And and then you tell me church government, you don't participate in that? Why all of a sudden are you allowed to abdicate your responsibility in the ecclesia, the public square? Upon this rock I will build my public square, my assembly, and the gates of hell which enslave will not prevail. Because they'll know the truth and the truth will set them free. God judges nations. He judges nations. And in this in, in the ash heap of history, million billions have died by these utopia attempts to to facilitate government absent of moral law and God's presence. And, and, and that has ended with the destruction of billions of people created in the image of God who have been lost in all of history. And we also look at a Holocaust in the black community, the genocide, as we've seen with Lori Hoyt and, and, and Walter Hoyt as they've laid this out. And you're going to tell me as Christians, you have no role in contending for that. I don't know what kind of Christianity you practice, but that is not what the scriptures speak of. We have a responsibility to, to stand on behalf of our neighbors, to love our neighbors as ourselves, and to do good to those who spitefully use you. And, and people aren't the enemy, they're the opportunity. You're, con- you're to contend with those who are voiceless and, and marginalized. I mean, that's the work of Christ. He's come to set the captives free. It's, it's not rocket science. And to cause the gospel to be truncated and myopic and say, I don't do politics, bro. I just preach the gospel. What gospel are you talking about? I, I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And if you believe in your heart, confess with your tongue, Jesus is Lord. You will be saved the glory of the Father. His death on the cross covered my sins. It was propitiation that he put his, his righteousness on my account. I receive all of that. But that's not the entirety of the gospel. The Gospels make disciples of all nations, boundaries, borders, constitutions, ideologies, contending for the freedom of man that they'll know the truth and the truth will set them free. You can't truncate it because you don't want to do politics because you're lazy or you don't want to read the newspaper. It's only the last 50 years that we've done that. And we got guys like, I got to be careful, But, but we have people who used to be my heroes now advocating and, and, and going to these events uh, of of one world government organizations and participating in this pandemic that the churches are supposed to be an arm of you know implementing this across the world it, i am baffled it's that an we ama- still attend it's an those amazing places. list of people who have let us down mm-hmm. that that i called heroes for for some time and i'm sure you know we we could one pastor um, in particular whose name I'm not going to mention, was instrumental in a critical moment in my life, spoke into my life. I love this man, and I am so grieved to see that he was at Davos. Yeah. Like, I can't even process that. And and listening to him speak at Davos, my friends, and and, and to see what he's... Oh, I just was heartbroken. These are my heroes. No, it's it's disturbing, and we're seeing that all over the place. Mask and vax, mask and vax. That's right. Yeah. It's just, uh, I mean... Davos and all the people coming together in this liberation theology for mm-hmm. those who are people of faith and it's it's socialism it's communism and and they've drank the Kool-Aid and hey. so we have to stand up for what we know to be not only our role and responsibility as believers but also as citizens yeah. and and hanging on to the constitution and we're watching churches across the country especially with turning point faith working with Charlie we're seeing churches across the country stand up and understand this yeah and and realizing you know what i've been doing it wrong i mean rick you and i had that conversation yeah. you were a typical calvary chapel That's guy right. you were up in yeah. idaho falls you had a church of thousands mm-hmm. And uh, I remember you attending going, yeah, that's kind of cool. When we were in Uganda together on a mission trip, you're like, yeah. that's kind of cool. I just don't do that. Yeah. And you were not sure what to do with me. Yeah. I didn't want sure to do with me. Well, I think it was, <laughs> you know, it, it was 10 years ago. Yeah. And I was in a conservative area like, hey, everybody around me is conservative. And I didn't see the need. And then I came to visit you here. And I'm like, wow, Cali- California is a different animal. So it's... Uh, Socialism. This is, the, this is the front lines. Yeah, this is the front lines. This is the birthplace and, of Calvary Chapel. But, but you have been so engaged in the public square for all of these years, really having a heritage from your family, mm-hmm. that you are coming from a place of uh, 
that freedom, the Ronald Reagan era, all of that stuff. And you saw the need to stand up and get involved. And honestly, I was just like, I don't, you know, a decade ago, but I realize now everything that's happened, we now see that this is, you, you stay out of the public square. This is what you deserve. This is what you get. It is your fault. In the vacuum you create, the enemy will occupy it. That's right. And listen, you bind the strong man, you plunder his house. And the last vestige of freedom is America. 80, 80 plus cents of every dollar in evangelism comes from the United States. You bind mm-hmm. this country, we're done. Yep. Now, God's bigger than all of it. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. But are you going to use that as your justification for your inactivity? Oh, you know, one world government's an unstoppable juggernaut, and it's, it's prophesied. Yeah. I'm sorry. Who, who died and made you the prophecy king? Yeah. When, when did you get to find out the day and the hour? When, when did that happen? I mean, we're pre-trib, pre-millennial at Calvary Chapel. Right. And, and yet... But until the Lord comes, we until need to the be Lord engaged. Did, yeah, and, and Chuck thought he'd see the, 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 the rapture in yeah. his life. He didn't. Yeah. That's the guy who started Calvary Chapel. Right. All right, so 50-plus years we've been doing this. How has it affected California? When Chuck started in 68 and Reagan was governor, we had the fifth largest GDP, and it was a state of the future, and we avoided politics for 50-plus years. We now have the sixth GDP. We have the highest gas tax, sales tax, income tax, corporate tax. We lead the nation in debt. No-fault divorce, transgender bathroom bills, most secular progressive sexual education curriculum, and we lead the nation in abortion. Okay, we've had 10,000% growth as Calvary Chapel. Somebody loves you crusades, harvest crusades, and that's conversion growth. Mm-hmm. 1,800 Calvary Chapels since 1968. South of Van Nuys, there's more Calvary Chapels than Dunkin' Donuts. And the state is a mess. Mm-hmm. Where's the power of the gospel there? How come it doesn't translate when you say, well, you know... The gospel changes one person at a time. It changes the culture. Really? Yeah, really. And, and how are you discipling people to participate in this area of influence? And I'm not talking about dominionism. No. You want to get labeled all that. No. But you just look at sociologists. You know, Politics is one of those areas you've got to influence culture. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, pray for kings and those in authority that you would live quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness and reverence. Okay. All right, Pastor. Who are your five city council members and your five school board members that you pray for by name and the issues they're dealing with that allow the people in your community to live quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness and reverence, you can hear a pin drop. No clue. No clue. Hey, that's, that's a pastoral epistle that Paul wrote to Timothy. And you believe the Bible to be the word of God, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book. Amen. So do I. So let's practice it. Amen. I got to get off my soapbox. No, I love it. I love when we wind you up. I yeah. am wind up. <laughs> because, hey. because these truckers are doing more for America than the, than the pulpits are. That, that's that's right. my feeling. Amen. Well, Rob wrapped it up. They have on their phrase, the people's convoy, let freedom roll. And we echo that here. Yeah, and we, got, we, we do have the one video of them singing Amazing Grace. Let's, let's, end let's, with let's that. go out with that one. We'll, right. we'll close at the end of it. But hear this, folks. It's precious. These two guys, man, they harmonize so well. I was standing right next to them to the right there, yeah. filming them. Rob's got a close up. Yeah, let's do it. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. That's beautiful. That's awesome. So these these guys are heading out. They were the most humble fellows. They were. Um, they're they're putting their jobs on the line. They're all they they're invested in these trucks. They own them. They got to make payments on them. Just like those planes that are you know mothballed. Mm-hmm. They're driving across the country with an empty rig, and they're paying for the gas. And um, 
So grateful to all of you who supported them. Make sure you go to the People's Convoy. Give, give them the URL again. Yeah, thepeoplesconvoy.org. You can give there, support them, and watch their progress. Yeah, and keep them in your prayers. Yeah, yeah. more. Yeah. Prayer, uh, you know. Thank you, Bryce, because yeah. that's exactly what's going on. Yeah. They desperately need your prayers. They need wisdom. They need protection from the false flags and yeah. the, the idea of what the government's going to try to do. If the FBI and throws them, yeah. a, a brick, it's not them. It's yeah. not them. Yeah, that's right. Keep them in prayer. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of prayer, Rick, why don't you pray us out? Right. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this time to share our hearts, share the truth and love, and we pray for those who are traveling. Lord, we pray that your hand would be upon them, that you would give them wisdom, that your angels would be about them, protect them, Lord, from the nefarious plans of the enemy. Lord, we uh, pray that you would strengthen them in their resolve as they head towards the capital to stand for freedom and to peacefully protest against the emergency powers in this constant mandate culture that we're living in. Mm. Lord, set your people free. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, folks, thanks for joining us tonight on Liberty Station. Uh, It's been a joy to be with my buddies and um, the, the clips you saw, there's more, will be shown on Sunday uh, if you want to tune in. Um, but I have to tell you, I am so grateful for all of your support and the way you've blessed the, the People's Convoy, the way you've blessed us. And uh, we do this, and if nobody's watching, we're just going on a long, lonely walk. But all of your thank you notes and your encouragement, it really is a blessing. Because uh, you do this, you get tired in the work, but not of it. But it's your love and prayers and all of your words of kindness and your support that have blessed us. And so... Please, I want you to know how grateful we are and how much we thank you. So may God bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. Good night, everybody. God bless you.